Like, what you think I'm a fucking professor? I don't know. I, I don't between, know. I, what's the difference between Chiang Mai and Iowa City? I have no idea. You can't <laughs> ask me these kind of tough questions. All right, we're on. We're recording. Okay. This is the 130th episode of Rock Hard Caucus. This is our first episode of 2024. A big year. Uh, there's a an election this year, right? And everyone is very uh, just waiting, anticipating what's going to happen. Uh, the The results are not predetermined. <laughs> Who knows what could happen? Uh, yeah, I don't know about you, but I feel like no one gives a shit, really. Um, I, yeah, I feel like people are just waiting for the shoe to drop where they actually like might have to pay more attention to it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like most people, I don't think really want to pay any attention to it because it's kind of like a fucking disaster. Can't uh, blame them. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't know about predetermined, but uh, <laughs> I think maybe unprecedented, <laughs> perhaps. Um, well, depending on if certain things happen with yeah uh, Donald Trump, maybe. Yeah. I think there could be some crazy shakeups possible, but uh, it's really, really early to speculate on any of that. And if, uh, I don't know, people have been speculating like <laughs> Hillary might uh, jump in at the con- uh, convention <laughs> and like, yeah. Biden might step down. I don't think that's likely at all. But <laughs> Well, people were saying like, that in 2020, too. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. 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 I hope she does come back. I mean, now that now would be funny. Honestly, <laughs> she would she would wipe the floor this time. I think so. It might be a good idea. Uh, maybe, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, we've uh, we took a couple weeks off uh, for the holiday season, and a lot of news happened in the meantime. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about today is is not a super downer, really. I mean, it, it is and it isn't, but it's sort of a kind of a nice thing that happened. Uh, last week, the Iowa City City Council, the city of Iowa City's City Council, <laughs> <Thank> they <laughs> they passed a ceasefire resolution uh, calling for, you know, a ceasefire in Gaza. And uh, boy, the Iowa City subreddit was upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the big news is uh, Redditors yeah. angry. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I... I I can see, like, if you don't pay attention at all to what led up to this, you can see how it's like, why Why would anyone give a shit that the city of Iowa City is asking for a ceasefire? But mm-hmm. I, I feel like if you think about it for more than 30 seconds and you, you know, observe the actions of our federal government, you sort of mm-hmm. see where this came from. You know, there's uh, the people who actually could stop this very much want this to be happening they are funding and uh eagerly mm-hmm. uh doing a genocide so the majority of people who think that that's bad have to i don't know advocate for it some other way yeah dumping red paint on anthony blinken that's that was pretty <laughs> sick <laughs> that's one way yeah yeah that's a, yeah well, i endorse that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so this past of course uh it did not pass unanimously. This was passed four to three by the Iowa City City Council. And there's a kind of a correlation between uh, members of the city council who 
were extremely concerned about some words spoken on our <laughs> podcast back in 2022 and those who are very concerned about the wording of this ceasefire resolution, uh, namely counselors Sean Harmson and Megan Alter, who are enemies of, uh, hmm, what should I call them? Enemy, <laughs> enemies, enemies. Of, enemies of mine. I'll, just make, I'll say they're yeah, my yeah, personal enemies. Yeah. Uh, and Josh Moe was the third. He he was recently elected. And yes, his name is literally Joe Schmoe. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> people have made jokes about it, but I don't think enough people have made jokes about it. It's a very obvious That's, joke. And it's a ripe. Hammered. Yeah. Ripe name <laughs> <laughs> for jokes. Yeah. Uh, and their, their main concern, at least, uh, you know, this... It's a bunch of liberal bullshit, you know. They, their yeah. main concern, as they said it, was that they they were concerned that passing this would um, would cause harm to certain members of the Iowa City community who had uh, not okay. had the opportunity to express their own concerns or be part of the process here. And they're just they're just full of shit. Like I have this. Uh, press release from iowa city action for palestine which is a group of people who were organizing to push for something like this to happen in their press release they sort of respond to those concerns uh the original resolution text was endorsed by 22 local organizations and more than 150 individuals endorsers include jews in solidarity with palestine first united methodist church of iowa city UE Local 896 COGS, which is the Graduate Student Union, mm-hmm. uh, Teamsters Local 238, Great Plains Action Society, which is like an indigenous uh, advocacy organization, Iowa City First Mennonite Church, uh, Sammy Sheets, who is a state legislator in um, Cedar Rapids, I believe mm-hmm. the first Muslim to ever be elected to... I don't think that's true. He ha- He has some sort of record for first of his demographic yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) don't know on that one yeah anyway uh members of the iowa city human rights commission iowa city mosque and and a synagogue is what is listed here okay that seems like a pretty diverse uh, coalition of of different interests yeah um yeah seems like probably relatively representative (laughs) of iowa city as a whole they, they put a lot of uh thought into like who who gets to craft this statement and um they they also in this press release sort of criticize there was some like last minute change to the wording which p- pissed me off as well uh oh. they <laughs> the original wording was uh where is it here yeah the original title of the resolution called for a return of all captives and it was amended at the request of Andrew Dunn another counselor who did vote for the resolution it was changed to return of all hostages. Oh. So they traded the word captive for hostage. Okay. <laughs> that's, yeah, that seems like a political ploy there, considering right. all of that the... That seems uh, like it, it narrows down who they're calling for the return of, right? Absolutely, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. that's, yeah, a lot of people pointed out that, like, Israel, like, has, like, tons of Palestinian, but they don't call them captives. They're they're just, like, prisoners who are there without any, like, due process whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, a lot of them are, are, like, teenagers and probably have very little connection to any, like, militant groups. Um, yeah. But those 
don't count when it comes to like the discussions of like the uh, hostages. Um, right. That's exactly what they say here. Like why they are disappointed that the wording was changed. This language excludes the more than 8,600 Palestinian captives of whom 3,291 are held without charges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's that meets the definition like of hostage basically. Yeah. I mean I guess other I, than I they're not so. like negotiating. I guess the difference is <laughs> Hamas is negotiating and Israel isn't. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and and that was the reason that, that that bothered me so much is that these these three members of the council who are uh just so so concerned that this may send the wrong message or they what they really hammered on was like there hasn't been enough time spent discussing this oh, yeah. to, <laughs> oh, to sure. make it exactly what it should be which is always th- that's how they shot down uh Laura Burgess's um amendment to like change police funding a few months back they're mm-hmm. like there just hasn't been enough time to discuss this proposal and so we have to you know yeah. kick the can down the road we um, haven't found the secret combination of words that will like make no one mad at us <laughs> yeah which it's just not going to happen you know uh so they, they were so concerned that not enough time had been spent on this and then as soon as this other guy brings up a few like little very nitpicky changes in wording they immediately like that was unanimous they're all like yeah we can change that whatever <laughs> yeah so not not enough people were involved in crafting the statement itself which was endorsed by over 150 people 22 organizations but you seven can just decide in an instant that the wording of it should be changed mm-hmm. it's bullshit well, I will say the Des Moines uh, City Council is not going to be um, even voting on any uh, <laughs> I know, I know. ceasefire resolutions anytime soon. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. it's better than nothing. And I mean, for all the good it does, you know, I, it's good to do this and like, you know, have some yeah. solidarity with with people in the community who are personally affected by what's going yeah. on of um, which there are plenty i mean it's like pretty obvious like i mentioned the paint thing on anthony blinken mm-hmm. but like that gets the attention of uh, elected officials or government officials more so than any like going through the proper channels like it's mm-hmm. it's so obvious at this point like they're, they're not gonna like the biden administration isn't going to change course on this at this point because they've already it's they've sunk cost fallacy <laughs> like right right they're, yeah. they're not like they've invested too much bullshit and like anything that they do now is just going to fall on deaf ears anyway. Like it's, it's yeah. horrible. I hate it. That's really dark thinking of it as like a sunk cost thing, but that is what it is. You know, if they, yeah. And it's not just if, Biden. If it's like decades course, of inertia. Face. Yeah. It's like yeah, decades it's of America. momentum yeah. from American Israeli Israel relations. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. Like, Oh, like everyone's like, Oh, Biden is, uh, putting all this pressure on Israel. It's like, it's so transparently not true. They're, yeah, they're I don't still even know how they doing backdoor arms deals. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like there's, well, a, there's headlines coming out like he's he's circumventing congressional approval to send them more money and weapons. Yeah, which is ceremonial. What's the again? fucking like, pressure? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, he, well, he's given the weapons, but saying that they shouldn't use them on civilians as much. <laughs> <laughs> please, yeah, please kill fewer uh, completely innocent people. Yeah, it's Disgusting. gotten darker. I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy. People were talking about hospitals being bombed like a month ago and like, oh, would, would Israel do this? And then now it's like been like five more. Yeah, completely like, accepted that. Of course they're doing it, but they have to. Yeah. 
Yeah, because Hamas is hiding AK-47s and incubators. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, horrible stuff, <laughs> this is a topic we can't really have any fun with at all. But uh, I feel like you know we have to acknowledge it. It is the biggest news of the past couple weeks: mm-hmm. the uh, school shooting in Perry, Iowa. Uh, that was uh, that was Thursday, right? Um, I think I'm it was not, on not sure. Yeah, probably. Oh, well, anyway, uh, an 11-year-old, an 11-year-old boy, Amir Joliff, was killed by a 17-year-old who uh, came to the school early and uh, opened fire on, like, a, a cafeteria of kids. Uh, nothing. I mean, yeah, nothing fun can be said about that, obviously. Um, I guess what we can talk about is, like, the response from our elected officials and mm-hmm. uh, people running for president, which uh, it may surprise you uh, insufficient, insufficient. The things that they say are insufficient yeah. to uh, solving the problem or addressing the it's another one where issue. it's absolutely not responsive to public input at all. It's like pretty right. much no one has any like hope that any of the stuff has any sort of like solution. And it's like the same thing. Like it's like inertia from, lax gun laws for years and mm-hmm. the second amendment and all that stuff and yeah which it, it's it just like an, at an impasse it has an obvious you know like capitalism way of understanding it where it's like you don't want to impact the profits of weapons manufacturers but i i feel like that's not everything because like no i think that's a smaller part of it so bought in yeah yeah i mean but, I don't, I don't give a fuck about the second amendment. Like I don't, I don't give yeah, a fuck. No. <laughs> like I'm not really going to be one of those like people who are like, Oh yeah. If we all, everyone, all the leftists have guns and <laughs> everything will be good. And this might piss some people off, but sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I trust, I trust a self-professed <laughs> leftist with a gun is about as much as I trust a self-professed rightist with a gun to be entirely honest. I mean, in a situation like this, like uh, when it comes down to like a good guy well, no, with a yeah, gun just- shit, yeah, just not, more people with guns to... doesn't doesn't stop these events from happening. Like, yeah, very rarely does another person with a gun being present have any impact on what no. happens. Yeah, no, and I don't yeah. like a gun. Is that a good self defense tool? Like, I don't think so. If everyone else has a gun, then like, what what is what are you yeah. even doing? Yeah, it's who well, shoots need... first at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What we need is everyone just needs to be wearing full body uh, bulletproof <laughs> yeah. armor at all times. And that, that'll solve the problem. Uh, okay. Well, first we can start with uh, what uh, Donald Trump said the day after the shooting in uh, an event. Uh, I forget exactly where this was happening. Oh, Sioux Center, Iowa. It's labeled. Uh, so this is the short clip of what he said. This is the day after the shooting happened in Perry. You know, uh, a child was killed. Several people injured including the principal of the school who uh, last I saw is in stable condition, according to his daughter, which isn't necessarily great, but uh, you know, he's alive. Yeah. So Trump had a rally in Sioux center. Iowa the day after the shooting. And uh, again, this is a very short clip, but this is something he said about it. It's terrible to see that happening. That's just horrible. So surprising to see it here, but uh, I have to get over it. We- so, uh, yeah, <laughs> we have to get over it is, is what he said. Yeah. Um, th- when I first saw this, I was like, damn this, I wish this mattered. <laughs> you know, right. Like, like, is, isn't this just about like the most flippant 
a horrible yeah. thing you it's can say about it. It's the most callous thing you can really <laughs> yeah. say about it. Yeah. 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 It happened. Okay. <laughs> it's time to, to get over it. Like the day a after. day after it happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's become so common that these things just happen every day. It's like he's he's the type of guy who doesn't have a filter and he just like, you know, yeah, we do just have to get over it because it happens every fucking day. This isn't special, you know, mm-hmm. but he's saying it you know to the it's, people it happened to yeah basically. i guess that's what i mean it's like there's not even any like pretense like we're gonna do anything about this right, right. E- like even like fucking biden or any any like yeah. elected democrats you think rob sands is gonna come out and say that there should be more lax or more uh strict gun laws like absolutely fucking not <laughs> not with his bow hunting bullshit <laughs> i i did see that he said something but i didn't read it so he did, to, but to it be, was like just a. Did you, you know, read it? Gen- okay. Yeah, I saw it. It was. I I, try, I tried to avoid reading very. I mean, I skimmed it. I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah. But yeah, it didn't definitely didn't have anything about like calls for for action. It was just like mm-hmm. a sympathies, our sympathies. Sure. Yeah, and I mean, I, what else can they fucking say? Right. Nothing. <laughs> like you, you can't make any promises. You know, like what's going to happen? Nothing. <laughs> so this eight second clip of uh, Trump saying it's very surprising to see it happen here which first of all i don't know what the fuck you're talking about and then saying we have to get over it um i don't know what makes it surprising you know i think it's just that's just pandering to iowans yeah just something to say yeah yeah, oh, it yeah. would never happen the, here yeah you guys couldn't possibly cause <laughs> yeah. something like this to happen like what it's yeah. not your fault yeah yeah <laughs> uh so of course um uh, as would happen with any eight second clip uh you know there's hundreds of uh internet dickhead saying oh that's out of context how dare you and to be fair this was shared by a joe biden uh like propaganda twitter account (laughs) but what context could possibly change the meaning of that we have to get over it right yeah well what what did he say after that it did it did a cut abruptly and i I think i've seen some people being like Oh, but that's not what he meant. Blah blah blah. But what was? Is <laughs> there any more context that I'm not aware of that makes this yeah. in any way better? <laughs> so, one of the people yelling about how this removes all context, who is of course just a crazy right wing Twitter idiot, posted a 57 second clip. So let's check that out. See if the context softens the blow at all. Before going further, I want to send our support and our deepest sympathies to the victims and families touched by the terrible school shooting yesterday in Perry, Iowa. To the entire community, we love you, we pray for you, and we ask God to heal and comfort really the whole the whole state and the pain, the pain that you have. This is something that's uh, very unique to your state. Uh, we're really with you uh, as much as anybody can be. It's a very terrible thing that happened. And... Uh, it's just horrible to see that happening. That's just horrible. So surprising to see it here. But uh, we have to get over it. We have to move forward. We have to move forward. But to the relatives and to all of the people that are so devastated right now, to a point they can't breathe, they can't live, uh, we are with you all the way. We're with you, and we love you and cherish you. We're uh, we're also really <laughs> delighted today to... 
Yes. What? Okay. So you guys I can't wa- see this, but yeah, that's just what I'm laughing at here. Well, first off, the video that Justin's showing me uh, is apparently from Twitter, and it says at Biden HQ. Let's see the whole video. Nice try, asshole. But they like censored the S's to make. It's not like a dollar sign, but it's some other sort of symbol. I don't know what that's called. The S with the circle in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then what the fuck network is this? It just says War Room in the bottom right corner. Is it like OAN right. or whatever? And then it says Real America's Voice. In Real the America's left. Voice. Oh, I'm sorry. It's the RAV so, uh, <laughs> network. From from what I can tell, there are just like dozens of YouTube channels that live stream. Like they like rip the live stream feed of Trump rallies and like play it on their own channels. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows like where this originated but there's a an advertisement from birch gold group uh, yeah. that just pops up along the side as he's you know pretending to have sympathy for the victims of a, a mass yeah. shooting uh just just really you know drives it home like uh no one gives a fuck about this please buy gold <laughs> right yeah it's it's just thoughts and prayers again but um I, I haven't actually seen, do you know if there's any like conspiracy theories like saying it's like a false flag, like Sandy Hook or anything like that? Cause like it seems like that doesn't even, well, I guess maybe people are worried about <laughs> legal liability issues after the uh, mm, Alex sure. Jones uh, thing. There have but, been some consequences for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have not seen any of that like firsthand. I did see somebody lamenting that that was happening, but I, mm-hmm. I hadn't seen any of that myself. I've uh, also seen. People, this is not a topic I've been trying to read a lot about, right. though. Me neither. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I've also seen. Um, apparently, some folks are saying that some folks, some folks are <laughs> saying that uh, the shooter was like secretly trans or something. Yeah, um, which I think which, happens with every single instance. Yeah, of this. yeah, they're like trying to like read their like facial bone structure to uh, <laughs> figure <laughs> to get to the bottom as if they're actually trans. Yeah, disgusting. Um, yeah, and that's that's kind of what sparked the the anti-bud light shit was that like some some shooter had had some kind of gender thing and the, then bud light had a trans person on a a, a beer can and the, they're like how dare you wow yeah it, it's it, you know trying to scapegoat a small population of people it's nothing new you know yeah very bad yeah awful and the the shooter himself of course is is also dead now so and also like seems like they had left a pretty uh like a lot of warning signs that they might be like apparently they're posing with guns um Mm -hmm. on like tiktok or snapchat or something and also some shit were i saw people saying that like he was like classmates of his saying that he was bullied like all the way from middle school and that like they they not saying that they weren't surprised but like that they understood like some of the motive behind it right something that may have driven this to happen yeah 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 it's it's hard to talk about this you know like what's gonna happen well nothing again yep uh the the leading candidate for president says get over it and none it's not gonna drive any of his voters away you know (laughs) and yeah i can't imagine like biden what released a statement I, I'm sure he did, I, I but again, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like, look what are at they, it. <laughs> whatever. It happens so often. Like, uh, yeah, they, they're not, it's not something that he's going to want to be beaten to drum for for uh, for election season. Yeah, it's 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 too risky to to say that. Like, if we had fewer guns out out there, maybe fewer kids would be killed by them. That's too risky for a Democratic candidate to say. I guess so. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, though 
insufficient statements from public officials. Let's hear what Ashley Hinson had to say. Representative for Iowa's... Wait, is she the second district now? They switched it, right? I'm in the first now. And Cedar Rapids is second. <laughs> I, yeah, I think, I think so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the numbers flipped. So she had a town hall. Uh, I think this was also the day after the shooting. This is what she said. These are horrific tragedies and anyone who decides to go to school, a grocery, any public event with this kind of hate in their hearts is an absolute monster. And I think if we could legislate away this kind of hate, we would have done it by now. I think there is a balance to be had here between protecting our Second Amendment rights in this country, which I've been a firm supporter of, and making sure that we can actually hold the bad guys accountable. So there's a couple things there to think about. Uh, if, if we could legislate away this kind of hate, we would have done it by now. So this was caused by hate? Like that's <laughs> the, the shooter uh, had hate in their heart and that's why this happened. And there's no mm-hmm. way to legislate away hate. Yeah. And I guess the solution would be stricter punishments for someone who's already dead. Um, yeah. Holding the bad guys accountable. Well, the, you know, as happens with almost every one of these, the <laughs> perpetrator does not survive the event. So what do you want to happen? Who is the bad guy that we can hold accountable for this? Punitive responses. Gun, gun manufacturers. <laughs> after the fact. Right, exactly. Like, if, you, if you're going to be punishing someone, you have to punish someone who's still around, who contributed to this happening. Obviously, you don't want to do that. So what are you saying? You're just trying to say something that sounds good and then move on. I think that's, right? Right, yeah. That's all they can do. And then Zach Nunn, who is the third district representative, your representative. My rep, yep. <laughs> And the representative of Perry, Iowa. So -hmm. this is his turf. Uh, He released this statement. As a parent and community member, I'm beyond angry. My heart and my commitment to holding those accountable is with the community of Perry. We have a duty to protect our children, families, and educators. Uh, I remain in touch with first responders and local leaders in Perry, and I will continue to monitor the situation closely. We will not rest until there is full accountability for this heinous act of violence. So he went, he went with anger. Like that's sentence number one. He's angry about it, which I suppose is reasonable. You should be mad that, that this happened. Mm-hmm. You should definitely be sad also. <laughs> uh, and, and again, accountability. I mean, they don't mean it, but what are they even trying to pretend that they mean? <laughs> yeah, it's, that's a, crazy one like he held himself accountable yeah i guess i guess so or or made it impossible to hold him accountable yeah it's like (sighs) if you want to pin this on just the person who actually did the crime you know yeah surprised they're not like talking about like well he was white i guess so i was gonna (laughs) say like they're talking about like culture culture of violence like secular values like uh, that kind of kind of thing like but apparently also this kid's uh his parents were like very active in the community i think his dad actually worked in like government uh in perry mm. or something yeah i don't know like i said i, I wasn't uh, intentionally reading a lot about this mm-hmm. um i did see that governor kim reynolds also said something about uh monitoring the situation closely and that should put us all at ease you know 
Kim Reynolds and Zach Nunn are in the days following a heinous event are monitoring the situation closely. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? What are you doing? You know, monitoring a situation that's already <laughs> like over. Great. <laughs> Thanks for the help. But I guess real briefly, what would accountability for this look like? You know, you, you very briefly mentioned that, uh, you know, maybe gun manufacturers should be held accountable to some degree. What else could we do? Yeah, I mean, I don't know about accountability. I mean, you could do things to, like, prevent things like this from happening, mm-hmm. which... Yeah, again, they're, they're focusing not gonna on, Not going to be like... solutions anyone's going to like, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> at least from, like, a uh, libertarian, lay libertarian anarchist <laughs> perspective. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I would say, like, very lucrative gun buyback programs um, would be, mm-hmm. like, the first, like, thing that I think you could maybe get people to agree to but then like it's gonna be like who funds it that sort of thing i don't want my tax dollars go to gun grabbing like shit like that <laughs> i mean yeah. they do gun back guy uh buyback sometimes but it's like they're not offering enough to make it like the incentive worth it for most people right yeah and even if even when they do it just means that you know only very wealthy people keep their guns yeah, I I don't. Yeah. There's no really good solution. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with American gun culture. Yeah, but yeah, it it is telling that all of what these people said is is very focused on. It's a very like crime and punishment thing. Mm-hmm. Like after the fact, what what do we do to? Yeah. What are the ramifications like, of this this one singular event? As if it's yeah. not happening everywhere every day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And then, like, what? Uh, the death penalty? Like, that's going to deter people who are going to do this kind of thing? Yeah, who already like, mostly kill themselves once they're right. done. Yeah. It's not... It doesn't... Yeah. It's None either. of them have any words to say for, like, how do we maybe prevent the next one? Yeah. There's no deterrent are, that's going to, you know, yeah, like, it's criminal ex- deterrent. extreme crime of, like, desperation. Like, it's... There's no deterrent. Yeah. Other than, yeah. like, again... I mean, yeah, mental health counseling, obviously, but I don't know. I mean, like mental health in this mental health treatment in this country is also like kind of a, a joke. Pretty lacking. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Even if there was more accessibility, I still think it, I don't know if the things that we're pushing are, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's thorny. Yeah. I mean, schools have counselors, right? <laughs> yeah. But that- <laughs> as the kids who are going to do this sort of thing, going to talk to them. Uh, yeah. I, I, Probably no not. Fucking, no fucking clue. Yeah. Well, not going to be solved anytime soon. Uh, it would be great if people who had power and influence in this country took it seriously at all. But uh, no, <laughs> no one. Uh, what about something fun? Uh, you know where Scott County is, right? Yeah, it's Davenport. Right. That's Davenport. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just happened to come across this uh, yesterday or maybe the day before. Their the Twitter account for the Scott County Democrats is posting. I mean, I, I would call it racist, just weird racist. <laughs> yeah, I would call it. Things. I would call it racist too. <laughs> so, um, there are two candidates for the Republican nomination for president who are of uh, Indian uh, heritage. Uh, there's Nikki Haley and uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, of course. Uh, now. They they are both, you know, pretty right-wing people, and I guess the point that the Scott County Dems account was trying to make is that 
these are two people who have benefited from immigration, right? But they are supporting fairly anti-immigrant policy. Well, in Vivek's case, very anti-immigrant policy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know I how don't much think, Nikki gets I, into that. I don't think Kaylee's got a real great immigration policy either. I don't think Joe Biden does either. I think it's actually pretty <laughs> fucking horrible, and it's like a fucking joke to even act like, oh, well, we're gonna we're gonna hit them for hypocrisy on immigration. Like, look at the fucking president. <laughs> I swear to fucking God. Uh, as with every issue, yeah, not a lot of daylight between Joe Biden and the Republicans. Uh, so anyway, they, they've been quote tweeting like stories about Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy and just. Which like, weren't even about immigration. It was like, <laughs> it was like an interview. I found the Nikki Haley one. It was a re- reply about a Des Moines Register pre-caucus interview. Oh, sure. I'm, maybe Which she I talked read. about immigration, but it's like, <laughs> she, you're not really getting mostly, your point across if that is your so-called point. Yeah. Hers was mostly about like economy stuff if i remember right we may get into that in our next episode um Mm. but anyway they they were just posting the full names of these two candidates which are you know these these are people of indian background so indian names like Mm -hmm. i mean vivek ramaswamy of course he he uses his like full birth name so yeah. it's it's clear but uh and like nikki i think has gone by nikki for like a long time predating her political career yeah from um, what i've seen which, it's just like a, a nickname she had as a kid yeah and but haley her is her husband's is... last name so it's like <laughs> <laughs> well what is the what it, what are you talking about yeah so what they posted was a uh, nimarata nikki Ranthawa haley and vivek uh ganapathy ramaswamy and no context at all, like just posting their names, and it's in quotes. Like, <laughs> oh wait, what? Maybe, maybe not in quotes. But either well, the way, Vivek one is in quotes. <laughs> oh, the Vivek one. Okay, the Nikki yeah, Haley yeah. is not. There's but, no uh, quotes around that one. But like, what? What does that look like? What message do you think you're sending? To you people? are literally the Barack Hussein Obama guys. <laughs> right, right, like that right. is literally what you are doing. Yeah, very weird to do. But, like, we're supposed to interpret it more positively because it's, like, a Democrat uh, organization saying it. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's coded less racist just by... Just by Democrat. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say the response, people have been shitting on him like crazy. Like, yeah, everyone has been criticizing it. Like, uh, yeah. the screenshot I put here in the document, like, John Deeth. Yeah. Who I'm not a big fan of. But right. <laughs> but he, he was criticizing them... Uh, Scott County Dems, or at least their social media manager, seem obsessed with implying that Indian names and heritage are somehow bad. Hashtag racist. <laughs> uh, I love to go on Twitter and search hashtag racist. <laughs> See what's going on in the world of yeah. racism. Just checking out the most recent racist posts. <laughs> yeah, something we need to need a tag to, to keep track of. <laughs> and then they they defended themselves by saying Haley and Ramaswamy both support MAGA. Mm-hmm. You you want me to pronounce it that way, everyone? Oh, MAGA. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't get what you were getting at. Yes. MAGA MAGA. Supports uh, I like MAGA, MAGA better because it's like, yeah, mm. well, we talked about it. <laughs> it's like mogging, you know? Yeah. Anyway, they both support MAGA, anti-immigration sentiment out loud. They are children of immigrants. If Dems don't call out their hypocrisy and lies, voters will never know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> If, vo- if more voters were conscious of hypocrisy, that would really change things here. Just delete the tweets, you fucking idiots. 
Is that so hard? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Laura Bellin also weighed in on this and said, so criticize their stance on those issues. Highlighting their names just makes you look racist or xenophobic. Agreed? Yep. And they said, we will be more careful to put it into context, but engaging in the typical progressive practice of rational argument will not have any <laughs> impact at all. So, I, you know... That's, yeah, that's not... <laughs> I'm not totally opposed with point. to that uh, principle. However, just... I mean, you do look pretty racist just posting <laughs> their names like that. But I do agree. I mean, do they not recognize that trying to emphasize hypocrisy of Republican candidates is really in line with the, quote, typical progressive practice of rational argument? Right. Yeah. They've been like you are. You are trying to do like rational debate argument shit. I can imagine OPAC putting their names on a billboard. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if, yeah, if they were more relevant anyway, which is like, I don't know. Obviously, like Nikki Haley has been like surging in the polls and now she's like the new surging, quote unquote. Um, (laughs) She's like the new DeSantis guy uh, or woman. Um, Sure. Yeah. But that's like totally like a media thing where they're like, like has to be like, we can't not talk about the primary. And like, even though there's Mm -hmm. like an obvious person who's going to win the primary, uh, we have to like talk about these other people to make it seem like maybe there's like a snowball's chance in hell of them. There's something worth giving a shit about here. Yeah. Yeah. She, I think she's still polling third in Iowa, at least last I looked. Yeah. DeSantis is ahead. Just barely, I think, from hmm. from my last uh, check-in. Well, I guess, yeah, I mean, maybe that Kim Reynolds endorsement is carrying some uh, carrying some water. <laughs> I will say the uh, Tim Scott, there's a Tim Scott um, yard sign that was near my house that has been replaced mm, right, with right. two Ron DeSantis 2024 signs. Oh, wow. Okay, so th- their guy is out, so now they got to double down on another guy. I guess so, yeah. Although my... My speculation was that was uh, somebody working for Tim Scott. <laughs> yeah, <Right>? well, <laughs> they might have switched uh, switched teams. Maybe they got a new job, which supplied them with two signs. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of endorsements, though, you brought up the uh, Kim Reynolds endorsement of DeSantis. Uh, two terrible governors have to team up. You know, <laughs> uh, there was another very notable endorsement uh, recently. I think you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll just play the video of it. And uh, I also, I want to note that, well, I'll say it after. Here's the video. I'm Congressman Steve King. I've been looking for the strongest voice we have that will defend our Constitution and restore the pillars of American exceptionalism. That's Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek is going to stand up and is standing up for the rights of we the people. He will build the wall on the border for real. And I'm asking you to come with me on January 15th caucus for Vivek Ramaswamy, the strongest voice we have to defend our Constitution and to reestablish America's destiny as Vivek Ramaswamy. Okay. This is notable to me, anyway. Uh, (laughs) Former Congressman Steve King endorses Vivek Ramaswamy for president uh, for the Iowa caucus. Steve King is, has been, anyway, a pretty influential voice in the Iowa caucuses in the past. Uh, He probably has less sway now than he did, Mm -hmm. but, I mean, we've talked about this before, that, you know, he was sort of ousted from 
the upper levels of of the Republican Party, but still, I mean, everyone in his community is still pretty down with him. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It was more that he was not doing a after he got uh, taken off of those committees. It was like, oh, he can't do a good good enough job of representing us. Right. Not right. That there was necessarily a huge problem with what he what he said or did. Yeah. Yeah. That that's pretty much how Feenstra was able to take him out in a primary. It was all politics. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how much impact this could possibly have. I mean, obviously, Vivek's not going to win the Iowa caucuses, but it, this does seem like, to me, kind of a savvy political move. Yeah. It'll, it'll help him, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted to note that um, when Steve King announced this endorsement, he tweeted a link to his Dropbox where this video <laughs> was. <laughs> Dropbox. It's it yeah. 2010. <laughs> it's also on Vivek's YouTube page, but I thought it was like really funny that he was just linking straight to a Dropbox download. Yeah. Does he pay for Dropbox Premium? He's going to run out of bandwidth real real quick there. I don't maybe know what not. else he could possibly have on there. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how many uh, Steve King supporters are really capable of using computers um, proficiently. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's he's got the support of a lot of the, like, Stormfront type people. Oh, true. <laughs> they know how to use computers. That's true. One thing that's interesting in this video, though, is that there's a brief clip of Vivek's speech at the uh, register soapbox at the, uh, the state fair, mm -hmm. which was an event that we were present for. Yeah, but it was standing room only. Um <laughs> Had to make make way for a man on a on a rascal scooter, um, so we're we're pushed out of frame. Didn't make <laughs> yeah, it into it, the ad. I mean, we are like shockingly close to having appeared in a Steve King Vivek Ramaswamy. Collab it would be very video. obvious because I was standing right next to Jake, uh, who was black, and <laughs> I don't think there's any black people in this in this screenshot. No, no, it's uh, yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> it's the Iowa State Fair. It's <laughs> going to be a pretty big sea of white people in general. <laughs> but that that is who Vivek Ramaswamy's campaign is courting. I, I said this to someone the other day, that he is like, he's courting the Christian white supremacist vote on hard mode. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> because he is neither white nor Christian. <laughs> so he's sort of uh, challenging himself. Like, how many... <laughs> yeah. I How mean, many it helps racist that he has Christians like, can I get to vote for me? It helps that he's like almost a billionaire. Um, sure, yeah, he can dump a ton of money into the campaign, and that <laughs> yeah, that never but, hurts. <laughs> but th that, I guess that's why I think of this as kind of a savvy political move. Is like the bombastic nature of his like campaign planks is very much an attempt to win over the Steve King crowd. Sure, yeah, and it makes a lot of sense from Steve King's perspective too. Because he gets to endorse both a hard far right guy, uh, and also gets to pretend that uh, he's not racist because mm -hmm. Vivek has brown skin. Right. It's it's good ammunition for for the future uh, of whatever Steve King <laughs> is doing. What is Steve King doing these days? I don't know what his his end game is here. I think he's kind of just chilling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But another thing that that kind of is a point of alignment between the two of them. Um, and again, we'll probably save this for next week. If you want to do another Sunday recording next week, Evan. I'll, yeah, I'll be available. <laughs> um, 
Vivek's kind of final pitch to the Iowa caucus voter is that he is an anti-pipeline guy. Mm. And we know, of course, from our friend uh, Emma Schmidt, that that has been a recent activity of Steve King's as well as anti-pipeline activism, Mm -hmm. which, again, is a savvy move from Vivek. I read all of the opinion pieces that all of these candidates uh, put in the register over the past week as as their like final pitch. He's the only one talking about that. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to win him the caucuses, but that is a segment of the voting population that no one else is uh, pandering to. Yeah, that's that's pretty savvy. Mm-hmm. Will he crack ten percent? <laughs> I I don't think so. It. But but uh, well, he didn't even make it to this last debate that's happening. Yeah, this week, right. <laughs> There's debates. <laughs> <laughs> I think the debate's just going to be Desantis and Haley. <laughs> God, <laughs> who wow. wants to watch that? Because Trump's not going to go, even though he qualified. No, of course. You know? Yeah, why would yeah. he? He's having his own thing, and um. I guess I didn't put this in the notes, but uh, since Vivek did not get into the debate, he is having his own event in Des Moines as well, hosted by Tim Pool. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. I saw you post something about this. Um, that's, that's fucking crazy. Again, like what, <laughs> what is Tim Pool's draw? What kind of, like, does he have like, I mean, I know he's got like a fucking show or whatever. Yeah, he definitely. But, like, I can't imagine. Numbers. I can't imagine that like his name recognition is like any better than Ramaswamy's. I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. Um, I wanted I guess to try. That's to, not the point. But I wanted to try to go to that, but it sold out before I got a chance. Uh, and I don't know, like, if they're charging money for tickets to this thing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, going to say that might events be... are usually free. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, it's not, this seems like it might be for the true Ramaswamy heads <laughs> and not for the general general public. Yeah. And they I think they have not announced where it is yet. <laughs> <laughs> I trying would have loved avoid, to have uh, been in that room. To trying see. to avoid counter protests for a Tim Pool. <laughs> right, yeah. What kind of place, what kind of event could this be? What are they going to talk about? I don't know if uh, Vivek has been on his show before. That's not a guy that I really pay attention to. No. I don't think you really, really need to. Yeah. Well, we've been talking about Vivek for a while. I have a voicemail relevant to him as well. Uh, you remember there was a guy who called in and said he lives in the uh, the same building as yes. uh, the Vivek team? He called yes. back. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so his previous call was asking us, uh, I just found this out. Vivek, his family, his campaign staff live in the same building as me. What should I do? Uh, our suggestions were... Nothing or uh, sort of gaslight them. <laughs> I forget exactly <laughs> what it was, but just, uh, yeah, make make their life slightly uncomfortable. Well, we got a follow up. He called back. So this is our caller who lives with Vivek Ramaswamy. <laughs> What's up? Uh, update on the Vivek Ramaswamy lives in my apartment building story. Um, I met him last night. I met the businessman Vivek himself. <laughs> Uh, the first thing he said to me was, hello, please, sir, your dogs are upsetting my son, um, cause they were barking <laughs> at him. Indeed, he looked upset. Uh, I said, nice to meet you, sir. He said, what? Your dog's barking too loud. All right. Have a great night. So that was last night. I'm looking at his bodyguard right now. He's doing push-ups. What? <laughs> bar-ups. 
<laughs> on the outdoor gym. Vivek, uh, report on Vivek. He was shorter in person than I thought he would be. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's it. He has a good, good smile. He does cool have guy. a good smile. That's okay. true. He's very personable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a good looking guy. In, in a freakish um, way. Yeah. Yeah. I, he's terrifying to me. He's sort of a. Yeah. And I, I don't mean this in, in, in like a, a bigoted way. He's sort of an antichrist figure, I think. And it's, <laughs> it's not because of his religious background. It's, it's just sort of like his. The way he portrays himself and his sort of <laughs> his charm. He has he has a level of charisma and he's advocating for basically the destruction of Earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, Fossil and, fuels. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a scary guy, I think. Um yeah, that's a fun story, you know. Uh try to keep your, your dogs uh well behaved, friend. I don't yeah. don't want you to get into any trouble with any of those beefy bodyguards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, he doesn't like dogs. That's not you should publicize mm. that. Mm. That's going to that's going to hurt him. Yeah. Vivek I will say, uh, not not uh socializing his children with dogs. That's very anti-American. <laughs> that is. Um uh, I will say that seeing him rap uh lose yourself at the state fair <laughs> was might have been the the funniest thing that I witnessed in 2023. Yeah. Um yeah. that that was pretty did not expect that to happen <laughs> and when it did it was it was pretty incredible yeah i wonder if he's gonna rap at the uh, tim pool the I, live podcast yeah you need to get in <laughs> <laughs> if you have a way for me to get into that without having a ticket uh reach out i i would not mind spending an evening with tim pool and vivek ramaswamy <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you have any stories about meeting any candidates, uh, you know, they're, they're all over the state right now. So I'm sure they're having a lot of uncomfortable, uh, run-ins with, uh, regular Iowa folks. So feel free to tell us about your interactions with these inhuman, uh, <laughs> interlopers. <laughs> I guess they're inhuman they're in, interlopers. Yeah. They got it. <laughs> Uh, our number is 319-849-8733 if you have any dog-related stories. Uh, and while we're on the subject of uh, contacting us, we also have a P.O. box you can send physical mail to. P.O. box 5336 in Coralville, Iowa, zip code 52241. Uh, is there anything else we want to talk about or, or are we just in the plug zone and then signing off? Uh, I don't have a whole lot for you there. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh well don't forget uh i know that you know nobody really cares about it this year because the results are predetermined but the, the caucus is uh january 15th um maybe an opportunity for shenanigans if anyone has the night off my plan is to register as a republican and caucus for ryan binkley the lowest polling <laughs> candidate as of now so oh, yeah ryan binky <laughs> we got ryan binky here what is ryan yeah. binky doing yeah. here <laughs> who is ryan binky i may have uh, stories to tell on the podcast after that happens um maybe an opportunity for you to have some fun and call in and tell us about what happens to you if you do something like that uh, i'd also like uh local people here in johnson county iowa to be aware that uh, my friend Mandy Remington has announced a campaign for Johnson County Supervisor. I think that's worth paying attention to. Mandy4Supervisor.com is her website. That's the number four. Mandy4Supervisor. Hmm. I just, for, for clarity, Mandy is M-A-N-D-I also. Got it. I'll be keeping an eye on that, trying to 
you know, be involved with the campaign in uh, appropriate ways <laughs> going forward. If you enjoy our show, uh, there is a way for you to get more of the show by spending $1 per month at patreon.com slash rockhardcaucus. Uh, released an episode with our friend Tony just yesterday where we uh, discussed a couple of Sonic the Hedgehog comics. I know that may seem kind of tangential to the main main <laughs> subject of this podcast, but uh, it is a way for us to <laughs> get into kind of weird different conversations. Yeah. I don't know. If, if that has any appeal to you, you, you may be interested in <laughs> the Patreon. That's content, baby. <laughs> I just see uh I just saw something funny. Donald Trump Jr. uh retweeted or he he actually posted a screenshot on Instagram of a uh Thomas Leno killer, if you're familiar with him on mm-hmm. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a tweet that says if you get molested by Stephen Hawking, that's on you. Oh yeah, <laughs> Don- yeah. That, Donald that's Trump uh... Jr. has <laughs> endorsed this sentiment <laughs> unironically. <laughs> He just shared it and, and like, what, thumbs up? <laughs> he said, all kidding aside, don't let the memes of Stephen Hawking take away from the other pedophile elites that are still around and still live in, comfortable, live in comfortably with no accountability or repercussions for their disgusting actions. He, this is wrong. your father. Like, what the this, fuck? <laughs> actually, I'm sorry. I missed the first part of that, which is, this is wrong, but not wrong. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> wrong, but not wrong. Wow. 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 Yeah, that guy Greatest has a minds. podcast, too. Uh Pendejo uh, time. Pendejo time. Yeah, that's that's him. Yeah, um, yeah, kind of an edgy joke that uh, a lot of people got really mad about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Epstein was friends with Donald Trump. Yeah, it's Should, weird. I mean, there was like, like a weird, like a bunch of science. Like, remember Stephen Pinker, the uh, mm-hmm. evolutionary biologist who is also on Epstein's island. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, does not enjoy it very much. If you <laughs> accuse him of. <laughs> pedophilia um you know any any of those like science guys you get to like that level of of notability i mean there's probably something suspect going on (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely (laughs) um okay this is not suspect i will be on the radio in chicago this thursday oh really what for yeah um me and brian are gonna play a set at this uh college radio Ah. station wzrd nice I looked at the map of their like broadcast area. It's very small. <laughs> so if you happen to live close to WZRD, you can listen live on the radio. But they also stream it online. So, uh, yeah, that'll be fun. I'll put the recording somewhere once I have it. And we're going to close out with some music by a local band called Tree Cloud, which I am I was very excited to see that they released an album. This is a band that I was booking at shows like nine years ago. And they have finally released like their first album. Uh, nice, incredible, like really funky stuff. So I, I want more people to know about them. Cool. If you are listening and you are a musician and you want people to know about you and your work, check out rockhardcock.us, our website. There's a link near the top where you can submit your own music to be featured at the end of this podcast. Please do that. I want I want to support the work of uh, local artists as much as possible. Okay. Well, that was a uh, rock hard caucus episode one thirty. Uh, next week. Uh, I think we're going to probably do episode one thirty one. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> yeah. Oh See yeah. I, I've, I'm also going to try to put together a, a series reviewing slipknot albums. Yep. I'm, I'm game for that. So I saw that, uh, and that sounds fun. That'll be Corey on Taylor too. canceled his solo tour. 
um, because of um, like mental health issues, I believe. Mm, okay. I, first off, I didn't know he had a solo career. Um, <laughs> but uh, hope you're feeling better, buddy. Yeah, that's that's something that happened at Knotfest. Is a uh, uh, a band had to cancel for the same reason. Um, oh yeah, it was uh, it was Faith No More. Yeah, Mike Faith Patton. No More. Yeah, right. Of course. Yeah. The band that I most wanted to see. Yeah. Also, uh, Mr. Bungle, uh, Mike Patton band, uh, apparently one of the founding members who is like a woodwinds guy, um, has been accused of murdering his girlfriend. That's, oh, shit. Uh, well, that's something no I saw recently. Yeah. Yeah. Big Mr. Bungle fan, but not a fan of murdering your girlfriend. No, no. Murder is bad. Um, okay. Well, before we start talking about Viper and stuff, we should probably start. Oh, recording. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Getting into dangerous territory here. <laughs>